Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 92 of Intuitive Bites. Today I'm going to share three tips to help you stop thinking about food so much. Before we dive into today's episode, just wanted to share that I have just released my free Peace With Food training. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio on Instagram at the intuitive underscore RD. Just click the free Peace With Food training, put in your email address, and it will immediately be sent right to your inbox. Training will be perfect for you if you're just seeking some support on your food healing journey. It's going to give you lots of actionable things to work on to start making an impact and finding some relief in terms of your relationship to food. If you're interested in getting the training, just head over to my Instagram and click the link in my bio and you can get signed up there. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into today's topic of three tips to help you stop thinking about food so much. This is something I hear from clients nonstop every day when they're first coming to me. They have this desire to stop thinking about food constantly. They feel like it's always on their mind. They're always judging themselves. They're always thinking about what they're going to eat next, what they shouldn't eat next, when their next meal is going to be all of that, right? And it's just absolutely exhausting. So let's talk about how you can shift this. The good news is it actually is not as hard as you think it's going to be. It really isn't. And this shifts so quickly for my coaching clients when they work with me, uh, which is mind boggling, right? Because this is probably something you've, you've been struggling with for years and years and years, if not decades. Maybe you've never known what it's like to not be thinking about food all the time. So it, it seems weird for me to say this is actually something that shifts really quickly in one on one coaching. Um, but it's true. And I'm going to give you three of my top tips for that today. So the number one tip I have for you to stop thinking about food all the time, eat enough food consistently throughout the day. And the reason I specify consistency is if you are eating all of your food at one part of the day or like kind of, you know, sectioned into let's just say the later part of the day into the evening and night, your body is still experiencing deprivation and scarcity in that other part of the day. Let's say the morning, right? Like the breakfast time into into lunch. So we need to be eating consistently enough throughout the day in order to really help us stop thinking about food all the time. Of course, I think the question that comes next for a lot of people is like, how do I know if I'm eating enough food? Um, this is, you know, this is a nuanced question and this is why it can be really helpful to have somebody supporting you on your journey. But just as kind of like a very vague idea, we want to be eating something pretty soon after waking up in the morning and we want to be eating something every few to several hours throughout the day. This is intentionally vague because it's not rigid, it's not black and white, there's no like perfect way of doing it, but that's the general structure. And really this is just for your healing journey, right? Like this is not something that you're going to always have to be really intentional about because the point of this is to get you up 
get you to a place where you are in touch with what your body needs, in touch with your hunger and fullness cues, and it just becomes effortless, right? Um, but in the short term, that's kind of the general pattern we're going for. You're going to know if you're not getting enough. One, if you are finding yourself ravenously hungry at any point throughout the day, right? If you like walk in after a long work day and you're like, picking at everything in the cabinet and you're going, you know, going crazy from thing to thing. Um, and then you're eating, overeating at dinner and all of that. You might be like, well, Kirsten, I don't really feel like I'm overly hungry. Maybe you don't sense that in your body. That's probably because you're not, you know, really in tune with your hunger cues. Um, but if you're in that chaotic state, there's some kind of deprivation going on that your body is trying to compensate for. Um, and that's, that would send me a signal that you're not getting enough in some way. Uh, the second part of this kind of goes hand in hand. So my second tip is eating what sounds good and essentially like eating in a satisfying way, again, consistently throughout the day. We don't want all of your satisfying foods to be coming in all at one time, right? Especially if that's not feeling good for you. So really being intentional about having satisfying food with breakfast, with your snacks throughout the day, with lunch, with dinner, everything, right? We really want to have that satisfaction throughout the day. Otherwise, we're going to be seeking to overcompensate on satisfying foods, maybe in front of the TV at night, right? Or on the weekends. Um, and again, it's not inherently a bad thing to be eating yummy, satisfying foods in front of the TV or a lot on the weekends, right? But if it's feeling chaotic and it's not feeling good for you, that's when we have to kind of make some shifts here. And when I say make shifts, I mean add in more satisfying food more often at times you're not typically get it, getting it. I don't mean be careful with your satisfying foods on the weekends or at night in front of the TV, right? That if you took it that way, that's your mind twisting that diet mentality into the words I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. Um, okay, and one other note about this second tip here of eating what sounds good. Um, first of all, I want you to really allow yourself to eat as much as you want, like whatever's calling to you. Even if you're like, Kirsten, but it's not really out of true hunger. Again, part of the reason I'm recommending this is because I think that you're not actually in tune with your hunger. So you might not know that it's not about hunger at all. Um, and secondly, part of your need to eat as much as what sounds good and, and exactly what sounds good or whatever is about healing this mental deprivation and scarcity you've experienced, been experiencing. And that means that this isn't just about meeting your hunger needs. It is absolutely about that, right? I want your energy needs met. That's so important to stop thinking about food all the time. But you also need to have this mental permission to eat as much as you want of the satisfying foods that sound good to you. And I realize that can be absolutely terrifying when every experience you've had with food has been chaotic and out of control. And whenever you've given yourself permission, it's been in this really unsatisfying, scary, fearful-based way. I get that it's scary and also it is such an important part of not thinking about food all the time is this permission, this unconditional permission, right? Not like permission with a side of, yeah, I can have it, but only this much or yeah, I can have it, but I probably shouldn't have it every day or probably shouldn't have it this many times a day. That's, that's conditional permission. That's not unconditional permission. 
Okay, now my third and final tip for you to stop thinking about food so much is to uncover your core beliefs around food. So one of the things that, you know, clients constantly ask me about is, Kirsten, how can I stop like having all of these judgmental thoughts around food? Like they're just constantly popping up with every food I eat. I have some kind of judgment around it, right? And it's exhausting and it makes sense that you want them to disappear, but they have have uh, deeply embedded themselves in these tracks in your brain and they're going to be hanging out for a little while. But the more that you do this healing work, the quieter they get and the easier it gets to respond and re, re yeah, to respond to these thoughts in a different way, in a way that serves and honors your body. And the more that you do that, you're chipping away at that uh, that, those thought systems. Um, but anyway, so when it comes to uncovering your core beliefs around food, number one, we have to start becoming aware of what these judgments and beliefs are, right? So write down the judgmental thoughts that are recurring for you around food, right? Maybe every time you um, see sweets at the store or whatever, whatever it might be, or like your husband brings home some kind of takeout food, you have some judgment in your mind, right? I want you to write them on paper and get super clear on what these are. So these are the these are the judgments. And then there's some underlying belief, this core belief behind these judgments. Uh, right? So if it was with sweets and stuff of like, oh, I'm, you know, I I'll be so bad if I have another one of those or whatever. The core belief might be that sugar is bad and I should try to avoid it. So try to get curious about these core beliefs. And then with this, we need to dig even deeper. If we don't dig deeper into the core belief and really unpack it, it's just going to keep coming up because we still believe it, right? So how do we unpack it? We ask questions like, where did I learn this? Where did it come from? Is there somebody in my life, maybe growing up, that had this belief and maybe that I internalized it from? Does this belief feel true and authentic in my experience? Or have I learned and grown and now I realize, oh, that's actually not true. That's not aligned with my values. But there's this part of me, this old wounded part that still buys in because that part didn't learn and grow, right? Like that part hasn't learned and grown. But there's this other part of me that really knows what's true for me. Um... And maybe, maybe you're hearing this and you're like, no, but I really do believe that sugar is bad and I should avoid it and it'd be best if I didn't have it, right? Like maybe you really still are bought in and that's okay too, but we need to kind of, again, further dig in and reframe there. Um, so the next question I'd have is, does this belief serve you? Has it served you to believe that sugar is bad and you shouldn't have it and you should avoid it? Or has it led to obsession and cravings and chaos? around sugar. Because if that's the case, then that belief has not served you, that those thoughts have not served you, they haven't actually resulted in anything that you were even wanting it to result in. So how can you reframe your belief system around sugar as an example? For me, I think about it as, you know, foods all offer various things. And part of this has been in my redefining what health means to me, right? Health for me includes satisfaction and pleasure and connection, right? Like connection with others. And sometimes food is a part of that, right? Um, so 
sugary, sweet, delicious things that I really enjoy and being able to connect with others and, and all of that with, the, with food and with sugary and sweet things is meaningful and is part of my definition of health, right? So through this lens, I can see, oh my gosh, yeah, like these, you know, sugar isn't bad for me. Sugar and sweet things serve me. But you have to put this in your own lens. You need to really uh, frame it in a way that feels authentic to you. Because maybe what I just put out there to you doesn't feel authentic. Maybe it feels scary. And that's okay too. It's going to take time. It's not going to be one you know, time sitting down working through this and everything clicks and changes. But if you start playing around with it, things will start to shift. Um, and that old belief will start losing intensity and power. Okay, and that that's what we're looking for. We're looking for it to lose intensity and power. All right, guys, I hope you've enjoyed these three tips to help you stop thinking about food so much. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at the intuitive underscore RD. Don't forget to access that free piece with food training. Again, it's through the link in my bio on Instagram. You also can just go to the intuitive slash webinar dash registration. It's a private page, so you have to type that exact thing in to get it. But once you get to that page, you'll be able to just put in your email address and it will go right to your inbox. All right, guys, I hope you're having a good week and I will talk to you all soon.